Merry Christmas from Veronica's mom. Christmas Day 2, friends, Serta Centric Podcast, 12 Days of Christmas Extravaganza. I am AC. And I'm Veronica. And she's going to speak into the microphone. She is, and for the rest of the podcast. But this is day two of our podcast extravaganza, like I said. Hopefully you guys, all seven of you, that listened to the last, I don't know. Was it really seven? I, I think it was less than that, actually. <laughs> But uh, people you know, are busy. Yeah, man, it's a weird time of year to be doing this. I'm not sure why we chose now, but uh, other than we have a lot of time off. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's been fun. It's been fun just to to get back into the habit of of podcasting. What did we talk about yesterday? Just as a recap to anyone who maybe didn't catch it, just want to listen to day two. What did we talk about? <laughs> Sorry, not a good start. Remember, guys, we said oh, we said we're gonna do a little less editing. So you can pump these bad boys out in a timely manner. That was one thing. And uh, yeah, you can show. It's already showing right now. Uh, Listen, man, whatever we talked about, we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope that you guys, uh, if you listen to it uh, later or whenever, that you enjoy it, whether it's Christmas or not anymore, when you listen. Oh, we talked about our favorite Christmas traditions. Oh, favorite Christmas traditions. Yeah. Or like family Christmas traditions. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know what? We actually had some, what they call listener engagement. And uh, someone texted you or something, right? About oh, yeah, it. Yeah, we have a listener. Yeah, said a listener sent some uh, one some of, of their, their Christmas favorite Christmas traditions or memories was that they used to do the gifts at the Epiphany, and when they came over to the U.S., um, they moved to Christmas Eve. Did you ever do gifts at the Epiphany? No. No. Never. <laughs> Sometimes I would open gifts before Christmas. Really? Because I was a spoiled, spoiled boy. Wow. It's true. <laughs> I don't yeah, say it I with never... pride. I just say it with acceptance. It's who I was. Okay. And the best part of, uh, sorry, the best part of their family's Christmas time was and is Christmas Eve dinner. Christmas Eve dinner is pretty good. I, yeah. mm, we play, I play masses on Christmas Eve uh-huh. and then I do a midnight mass. So we don't really get a chance to do Christmas Eve dinner by the time you and I are eating. We, it's Christmas Day. Yeah, I feel like early in the Christmas morning. Eve here is real slow. <laughs> Christmas just... Eve is real slow because your family, again, is more American in their tradition now anyway. Mm. And my family, we used to do a Christmas Eve thing. But when I started working at the church and, and started playing Midnight Masses, that became a smaller part of what I did on Christmas Eve. And I did more Christmas Day stuff also. Or like after midnight mass, I would go and join my family for whatever festivities they had. So, so yeah, thank you, listener. We didn't get your permission to share. That's why we're not (laughs) saying your name. But if you give us permission, we can, you know, tell people about it later. But uh, yeah, if you have, it's not too late. If you have any other traditions you uh, you want to share, let let us know. We'll be glad to throw them into a future podcast. But today's topic, today's topic. We're. I don't know if we're going to keep all of these Christmas oriented. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. People are going to listen to these after Christmas time. They're going to be done with Christmas. Maybe people are already done with Christmas. We're just trying to keep the Christmas spirit alive here um, because it is not a one day time. Yeah, it's not a one day thing. (laughs) You know, it it goes on. My confirmation students were floored when I told them that Christmas time lasts 
uh, about two weeks. They didn't. They didn't get it. They didn't understand it. You're gonna blow their minds when you tell them about Easter. <laughs> I already Watch told them out. about oh, Easter. Man. We already Must discussed the liturgical calendar. The Just a little quick disclaimer in case you can't hear it. I'm getting increasingly ill. We're both a little under the weather, but yeah, you more sick. so than me. I, I'm pretty sure I made you sick. Yeah. I, I, and it took you a few days to get there, so I'm a few days ahead of you. But so, I don't feel so bad. My nose is on the fritz. It's on the fritz. So is my throat. She's, she's broke. So yeah, we're not sure if all of these 12 days of Christmas are going to be Christmas-oriented, but until we tire of Christmas topics, today's question is definitely... One in my wheelhouse as a music lover. And I think you are a music lover also. I'm a music lover. Not yeah. as much as you, though. I Well, I, I don't know. That's a hard thing to quantify, I suppose. But as a music teacher and a, music, a musician in general, mm-hmm. uh, I like Christmas music. I like it a lot. When I was younger, I used to listen to it all year round. Not so much anymore. I feel like that trend is so prevalent now that it's kind of annoying i guess not that not to be all christmas music hipster but you don't listen to traditional christmas music uh well, i guess what would you consider con- uh, like traditional Bing christmas crosby der bingle uh, and uh and perry como and, and yeah the like you're not listening to that stuff. no i listen you're like listening Sophia to like stevens yeah, christmas is two there's 10 christmas albums that he put out which are all gold. That's Gunger has a pretty good Christmas Gunger album. Gunger has a very good Christmas album. Questionable uh, theology, but great, uh, <laughs> great songs. Um, yeah, so the topic is Christmas songs. I split them into three categories, being the uh, complicator of things that I am. So we have church Christmas songs, so mm-hmm. written specifically that you can play them in Mass if you like, or, or you know, just kind of Christmas church you know what I'm saying. and Liturgical have, Christmas songs? I wouldn't even say liturgical because, I mean, because do you use liturgical music outside anywhere else? I don't think so. Churchy, Jesus-centered. Okay. We'll say Jesus-centered <laughs> okay. Christmas songs. Then we have our more classic Christmas, so anything written or, I guess, popularized like before 1970. Okay. Then 70 and after to today, we're going to call it contemporary Christmas music. Okay. So one from each category. Got it. So should we go let's start favorite with, church Christmas song? Yeah, let's You go there. first, ladies first. What's your favorite church Christmas song, oh, Jesus-centered? My favorite church Christmas song, it's really a tie between O Holy Night and... Oh, come all ye faithful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I remember being um, at a midnight mass one time um, where they started the mass with Oh, come all ye faithful at midnight. And I just started crying. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I was just listening to the song. And it was just like the, you know, the whole thing. And Oh, come all ye faithful. And I just... It really, you know, it hit different, as the kids say. Yeah, the kids do say that <laughs> yeah. nowadays. You shouldn't, though. Yeah. It makes it less cool. <laughs> the so, Oh Holy Night, cool. me, just going off the top of my head here, not yeah. doing any research at all, not not any at all, uh, written by Adolf Adam Okay. <laughs> in uh, in the year um, 1847. Again, this right off the dome. You know, uh, the song actually originated as a Christmas poem, according to my not research. And... Uh, <laughs> And then got a, it, got it, got it. a Unitarian minister 
liked it so much he translated it to English and brought it to his church later. Oh, wow. So, yeah, look at that, learning. Way to go. It's so, oh, Holy Night. Yes. Interesting stuff. All right. Well, I said, Oh, Come All You Faithful or Oh, you, Holy Night. Well, you, you, okay, that's not how favorites work. You but can't have two a, of them. I, I can't choose one, so. Yes, you do. You have to. Yes. Well, you see, Oh, Holy Night, I like it for its, you know, words. The words are great. And, and Oh, Come All You Faithful, I just had a moment with it, you know? So, so it sounds really like your hard. favorite is Oh, Holy Night, not Oh, Come All You Faithful. Okay, fine. There you go. I nailed it down <laughs> for you. Mine is Angels We Have Heard on High. Really? I like the, the, Gloria? the, elong glor- the, uh, the elongated Gloria. Gloria. It's just good. Okay. I think, I think it's great. You started um, Midnight Mass with that. I always do. Every Mass that uh, I play music at, I usually, Christmas Mass, I should say, I usually started with that song. Why is that? Because I like the Gloria. <laughs> and I think everyone does. I think it's a great song. I don't, I don't know too many people who don't like that song. Oh. Going off the top of my head, 1862, James Chadwick, a Roman Catholic bishop, actually, from England. Okay. And uh, it uses this thing called uh, the melismatic sequence. I have no idea what you're saying, but whatever you whatever you say, I think it's things words are just nice and things just well, no, no, sound you, nice, but if you want to okay, throw so some the melismatic melodic sequence, which is the you know how they do the with the o and it just holds. Okay. Oh. oh, 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 oh. That's called a melismatic run. Okay. And it's just holding out a single note, or not note, because it's several different notes, but like one syllable or whatever for a long time. Pretty cool stuff, right? So yeah, so so that's my favorite church song. <laughs> okay. You see, the Third Ascension Podcast is where you come to laugh and learn. All right? You're welcome, America, and Very the two people who listen in Denmark. Brand. Laugh and learn, Laugh folks. and learn with the Cernas. Ding! All right, so that's that's closing out one category, the the Jesus centric song. Uh-huh. All right, so now moving into the secular realm, the classic secular Christmas song. So my classic Christmas song is "Here We Come a Caroling," also by, known as a Wasselin <laughs> by Perry Como. That version in particular, yeah. It's, you know what? Only caroling beyond. Na, 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 na. Here we come, Finish. Joy, come to you, and do you glad Christmas too, and God bless you and send you a happy new year, and God send you a happy new year. <laughs> if you're still listening, <laughs> thank you for, for, for carrying through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, Perry Como. You know what? Underrated. I feel like lost in, in like with you have like Bing Crosby as like yeah. a He's plus kind plus of plus. Christmas. Right. Then you have Nat King Cole also. Uh-huh. He's in there. He's got a great voice. Right. Right. And then others. And then somewhere down the list, maybe it's like four or five. I think people think maybe of Perry Como. Right. You have Andy Williams has a great Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Burl Ives only has like one or two good songs but that, i mean pretty good and then uh and I, perry como's in there you know so i think i think what i'm trying to say is perry como needs more christmas love yeah he does great voice i love 
Great voice. Um, mine is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And this I actually do know off the top of my head. It was written for a movie. Which movie? Uh, Meet Me in St. Louis with Judy Garland. Okay. And originally it was written with a sadder tone. I've never seen the movie. But it was written with a sadder tone. They changed the, the lyrics from uh, Until Then We'll Just Have to Muddle Through Somehow. As opposed to like Judy Garland thought it was too sad. And so she changed it to Hang a Shining Star Upon the Highest Bough. Because oh. she thought it was, sounded happier. Um, my favorite version is James Taylor. Because okay. James Taylor's my boy. I like James Taylor a lot. So his version is quite nice. I like it. I like it. So that's my favorite classic Christmas song because that was written in 1944. Okay. And obviously James Taylor performed it much later, but many versions of that song are great, I think. I don't know when yours is from off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't know. We should look it up. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, you should look it up. When is I think it's pretty old. Mid 19th century, so like 1950, somewhere in there. No way, or it's earlier than that. 1965. Let's see. There's no way. Like we wish you a merry Christmas, 1962. 1965. Thank you. That's so crazy. Why? Because it was in it was in Little Women. Uh huh. And that was like supposed to be dated like early 19th century so early 19th century early 1900s wasn't wasn't their dad away at the civil war his dad their dad wasn't away at the civil war where was their dad away at there was some war maybe he was fighting for slavery you're probably right (laughs) i mean either way (laughs) the song doesn't belong in the movie if it's historically accurate all right so in any case so here we come a carolyn yes that's 18 sorry 1965 uh-huh. All right. Uh, all right. So I think that closes down the category for classic Christmas song. Okay. All right. So now we're going to move into anything recorded 1970 and after. We're going to call that contemporary, contemporary Christmas music. So the radio would suggest, as I was on my way to Midnight Mass on Saturday, it was saying the number one contemporary christmas song that is oh, like off the charts i mean I think it's everywhere away, yeah. like just unimaginable numbers is that mariah carey song well you, you know what it's called don't call it that mariah respect the song no, i really can't recall what it's called all i want for christmas all is i you. want for christmas well, man, why you disrespect the song like that <laughs> that song sucks it doesn't. It doesn't, though. You know what? I feel that way. <laughs> Why? Because it's overplayed, right? It's everywhere. It's like in commercials. Right. It's, a, it's a, a filter on social media things, you know, and all that. But at the same time, I, I, I think once you get past the, uh, I don't like the beginning slow parts of it. I like when it goes. I like when it gets going, you know? Okay. I don't need it to go that slow at the beginning, you know? We get it. It's a Christmas song. You don't have to be all so slow and solemn and all that stuff. No. What do you think? Why do you think that song oh, I, is Oh, I listened song? to two different YouTube videos about about why. Because it, it harkens back to... It's a, it's a song that has elements from all time periods mm-hmm. when it comes to Christmas music anyways. Uh, it has, like, similarities to the old classics. Okay. And so, like, it tricks your brain in some ways into being like, this is a Christmas song. Right away, you know it's a Christmas song when you're listening to it. Uh-huh. And then, two, it's like, this is timeless. 
And it's got like a driving rock and roll beat along with like class, classic stuff going on. It's like a mashup almost of styles and times and people like it. I don't know. I like it too. But it is overplayed at this point. And I can see why I people wouldn't like it. it. Yeah. Well, so what's your favorite one? Isn't oh, that... that's not my favorite one. Yeah. Thank you for just sharing <laughs> my, your opinion on it. My favorite is You Make It Feel Like Christmas. I don't I don't think I'm familiar by with that Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani. Oh, that's a new one. Like a new, new one. Yeah. I like it. I think that's it's a, a great song. one. It's a, it's a good Kelly song. Clarkson also has some pretty good contemporary Christmas See, songs. See, but now you're doing the thing where you're just naming a bunch of different things. So you don't have to I know, but I just, it's really difficult to just pick one. No, it's okay? not. You so just right pick now, one. Pick one. maybe Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. I'm unfamiliar. It's okay. I don't need to. <laughs> no, don't. No, don't tell Google to play it or anything. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I think I'm kind of, I don't usually say it. I think I'm Christmas music doubt. Really? You just said you listen to it all year. I, no, I say I used to do that. Now it's, eh. It's it's fine. I can go without. But my favorite is, gosh darn it, that Ariana Grande song. Santa, tell me. <laughs> you know, I was going to choose that song. I don't ever know I, what she's saying. I was going to choose that song, but That's the lyrics one. are questionable. I don't even know. What she, I look, literally... We've had this conversation she's many saying, times. I have zero idea what she's saying. Santa, most tell of the time. me if you're really there. If you're, if Santa, tell me if you're. Don't make me fall in love again, so I won't give it up to him next year or something like that. What is the word? Oh my gosh! We gotta look just... up. Santa, tell me. Na, 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 na. I don't know. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Don't make me fall in love again. If he won't be here next year, it's just about falling. It's the same thing okay, as last so Christmas. Keep going, keep going. It's the same thing. Santa, tell me if you really care because I can't give it all away if he won't be here next year. He's, she's talking about her heart <laughs> and her love. Okay. Feeling Christmas all around and I'm trying to play it cool, but it's hard to focus when I see you walking around the room. Let it snow. It's blasting now, but I, but I won't get in the mood. I'm avoiding every mistletoe until I know it's true love. You know what? She's talking about purity as a virtue. I like it. She's she's. I like it a lot. Way to go, Ariana Grande. The rest of your songs, maybe not talking about that, but I like it. Way to go. Pushing a positive message of purity, okay. both emotional and <laughs> all kinds emotional of Emotional chastity. Yes, she's pushing she's, uh, emotional She's avoiding chastity. the mistletoe. Yeah, she's avoiding it all to make, you know, and she wants to not even think about it if it's not a real thing. Thank you. What a what a beautiful message, Ariana Grande. Okay. I think if there is a competition, I uh, win. Okay, that's fine. I win all the things. All right. Tell you what. Why what? don't we just close out? We'll do an extra one. You can you can pick a, another song from any time period, whatever. Okay. We'll do. We'll call it the the Mount Rushmore. Your Mount Rushmore of Christmas songs. So four. You already have three. One more to throw in there. You go first. You know what? This is kind of a stupid one. Because um, it's so simple and whatever, you know, but um, every time I play it, people get into it because they like it. And I like it. It gets you in a Christmas mood. What is it? Feliz Navidad. Wow. It really, you know, the ding, 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 ding. it's good. <laughs> There's something about it. Okay. Well, for me, I have been really, 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 really loving the Leah Michelle Christmas in New York album or Christmas in the City album. And Christmas in New York is such a great song. Like, I love it. I can never, listen to it. Never heard it. Not. Sorry. Bless you. 
I can I've, listen to it all day. I've Christmas never heard in it. New York by Leah Michelle. Not once have I heard this. So song. great. I'll let you listen to it when we're done. No, here. it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Look up Christmas in New York by Leah Michelle. Or even just Christmas in the City by Leah Michelle. Such a great Christmas album. Wonderful. I don't foresee myself listening to Leah Michelle. There's something about her voice is off but not off putting to me, but it's not in the next podcast, Ace is gonna talk about how much he loves Leah Michelle. This no, is how it works. You know who I've turned Anytime on I say I really love blank, AC's like, No, how could you? That's so annoying, blah 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 blah. And then it's like, oh, I really like Ariana Grande. Oh, I really like watching The Bachelor. And now it's going to be like, oh, I really like Leah Michelle. Get ready for that. No, hold on. First of all, I was on the <laughs> Leah Michelle train long before when she, when she was on Glee. I watched like the first season of Glee. And I then never I got watched busy. Glee. Glee was a, well, whatever it was. You know, Maybe it was, I watched a few episodes. I don't know. but My uh, friends, I think at the time were into Glee. But. A long time ago. First first season, I thought was pretty good. Um Leah Michelle was good that but I don't just even then I thought her voice was odd to me. I thought it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fine. But okay. you know, kind of talking about what you're we talking about, you know who I've turned on? Who? In a well, I'll tell you one person I've turned on in a positive way and then one in a negative way. Okay. Negatively, I've turned on Taylor Swift. What? I thought oh, the last geez. three or four albums were you're- garbage. You know what? I, not garbage. It's just not very good. Like I thought the last, last good one was like was Speak so Now. Great. Like Speak Now was the okay, last Speak great album. Speak Now was so good. Speak Now was so good. Yes, I agree. That's the last good album because she kind of had that same pop slash like country-ish thing that she had going on. And she didn't go full pop. I thought Red was not a good album. I thought the one after that wasn't a good album. The one with the snakes, whatever. Um, like none of that was good. Reputation. I don't think Reputation was good. I didn't think Red was good. I didn't think whatever the last album, Lover, was good. I don't Fearless think Fearless was good. amazing. Fearless? Yes. The There's Fearless a, album was great. Oh, the, yeah. That's like our second one. Yeah. We're, we're not going backwards. We're going forward. 1989 was not that great. I mean, it had some good ones. Right. I mean, she has hits but on no, each one. But no, this Lover album is good. pretty good. I like it. I've listened I to it. I only like one of the songs on there. It's Lover. Ah! Speak now. Oh my gosh. Speak now is so good. Eh. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. Speak now is a good one. Lots of hits on that. But I felt like she started to trail off. I found myself skipping a lot more songs on that album than I ever had before. I didn't skip anything on Speak Now. No. Like Fearless, I didn't skip anything. (laughs) Um, Like at all. Okay. Good one. Someone who I've trended more positively on, Selena Gomez. And I know you don't like Selena Gomez. Oh, at all because she doesn't sing any of her songs yeah she's a conspiracy theory person that Selena Gomez doesn't sing any of their own songs whatever it doesn't Selena matter Selena Gomez doesn't sing a any of her own music a lot of people don't sing music. all their own stuff you know if you really take into account like well the computers do a lot of the correcting and singing and all that whatever you know who's really singing anything anymore but Selena Gomez even that, that song I didn't like it when I first heard it because it had the good enough I thought you know what I was that's stupid but uh, now it's kind of in there. I can't believe you. Now it's kind of uh, stuck in my head sometimes. <laughs> I cannot believe but you. That, uh, but that Lose You to Love Me, great anthem. You just like the to love, love. I like a lot of, love, I like, love. like repeating things. Yeah. It's true. Repeating choruses. I like all that stuff. Well, now we've lost Christmas altogether. So I guess that's it for this episode, <laughs> friends. If you have, you know what? If you'd like to send to us on our Instagram or in a message or in a voicemail, your Christmas Mount Rushmore. So 
It's one from what a church Christmas song, a Jesus Christmas song, uh-huh. an old Christmas song, a new Christmas song, and then any other Christmas song you want to add to your list. Your Mount Rushmore Christmas songs, send it to us on Instagram, send it to us in a message, voicemail, whatever. We'd love to hear your Christmas choices. I think everyone, I think Christmas music is such a fun thing because, I mean, there's some, even if it's just like such a small category, within that category, there's a whole realm of possibilities. So don't be a fuddy duddy. Send us your list. It'll be <laughs> fun. And we'll read it. And if you want us to tell people who you are, make sure you let us know that. No, never mind. This is your audio disclaimer. Anything you send to us, like on our certain eccentric stuff, whether it be the number or the email or the Instagram, is fair, uh, game. fair game to be used. All right. <laughs> so uh we thank you guys for if listening. Do you have any suggestions for topics? We're trying to cover as much as we can, but if you're like, hey, would you guys like to talk about this? We would take it into consideration, maybe. And that weird invitation we put out there, because we have our podcast stuff out. If you stop by the house. <laughs> it's the it's still open. Right. It's open. It's open season out here. We'll record a podcast with you. Or if you just want to come and be like, these are my top four, just throw it on there. It'll be fun. Or you can call. Whatever. Like I said, now it's getting desperate. I'm sorry. So anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Y'all have a good rest of your day. And remember your personal prayer. See you later. Take care, folks.